good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in Galatians, and we uh, last time we read Galatians chapter 3. Now we're ready to read Galatians chapter 4. At the end of Galatians chapter 3, Paul was basically explaining how if we belong to Christ, then we are Abraham's descendants. And that now there's no distinction between, you know, whether you're Jew or Gentile. They say Jew or Greek, but they mean, in this sense, they mean Jew or Gentile. Or Jew or not Jew, <laughs> basically, what we're getting at. So now in Galatians chapter 4, Paul is going to talk about being, basically being a child here in Christ. So this is Galatians chapter 4. Now what I mean when I talk about children and their guardians is this. As long as the heir is a child, he does not differ at all from a slave, even though he is the future owner and master of all the estate. But he is under the authority of guardians and household administrators or managers until the date set by his father when he is of legal age. So also we, whether Jews or Gentiles, when we were children, spiritually immature, were kept like slaves under the elementary man-made religious or philosophical teachings of the world. But when in God's plan the proper time had fully come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, under the regulations of the law, so that he might redeem and liberate those who were under the law that we who believe might be adopted as sons, as God's children, with all rights, as fully grown members of a family. And because you really are his sons, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Okay. So it looks like, um, for Abba, Father, here they were, they were saying they were using an Aramaic word used by small children when informally addressing their fathers. So this would be like a an affectionate, like from a little kid, like daddy or papa, you know, type of thing. Anyway, so uh, he, the spirit of his son has been sent into our hearts so that we are crying, you know, Abba, Father, or, you know, Daddy. Therefore, you are no longer a slave bonds or bondservant, but a son, and if a son, then also an heir through the gracious act of God through Christ. But at that time, when you did not know the true God and were unacquainted with him, you Gentiles were slaves to those pagan things which by their very nature were not and could not be gods at all. Now, however, since you have come to know the true God through personal experience, or rather, to be known by God, how is it that you are turning back again to the weak and worthless elemental principles of religions and philosophies to which you want to be enslaved all over again? For example, you observe particular days and months and seasons and years. I fear for you that perhaps I have labored to the point of exhaustion over you in vain. Believers, I beg of you, become as I am, free from the bondage of Jewish ritualism and ordinances, for I have become as you are a Gentile. You did me no wrong when I first came to you. Do not do it now. 
On the contrary, you know that it was because of a physical illness that I remained and preached the gospel to you the first time, and even though my physical condition was a trial to you, you did not regard it with contempt or scorn and reject me, but you received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus himself. What then has become of that sense of blessing and the joy that you once had from your salvation and your relationship with Christ? For I testify of you that, if possible, you would have torn out your own eyes and given them to me to replace mine. So his eyes may have been afflicted with some illness from the way it sounds. Hard to be sure. So have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? These men, the Judaizers, and these are the false teachers that were coming around, eagerly seek you to entrap you with honeyed words and attention to win you over to their philosophy, not honorably, for their purpose is not honorable or worthy of consideration. They want to isolate you from us who oppose them so that you will seek them. Now it is always pleasant to be eagerly sought after, provided that it is for a good purpose, and not just when I am with you, seeking you myself, but beware of the others doing it. That reads kind of funny. It is always pleasant to be eagerly sought after, providing, provided that it is for a good purpose, and not just when I am with you seeking you myself, but beware of the others doing it. So beware of those other teachers, those false teachers. You know, a lot of this comes back to, I mean, you can equate a lot of this to us today. I mean, how easily can we be swayed to believe the wrong things or to to go the wrong way? You know, it's... And he talks about, you observe particular days and months and seasons and years. And, you know, he's saying that perhaps he you know, labored over them for no reason because of their misunderstanding, that they are they are going backwards. They're taking themselves back into these religious rites and these religious ordinances and rituals that that they should be free of. They should you know, they're they're not even Jews. They should not have any trouble with that. They should not be following those types of things. Uh, we ourselves, if we're not careful, we we have church we tend to have our services on the Lord's Day, Sunday, because that's the day when the Lord rose. But there is no commandment for that. There's no need for there to be. We can have our services in our, our church any day at any time. We're not under a law that confines us to one set day or time. Uh, for any number of reasons, things could change in the world and in society where we would need to put our services on a different day and that that would be fine there would be no problem with that we're not commanded to do that that's that's a good example that is given um, that's how the early church was doing i think in acts was it anyway um uh, it's definitely a good example but it's not something to that we are uh restricted to um, matter of fact, we can have services every day if we want in our own home. You can have your own service at any time, all the time. So, you know, we're not uh, we're not a uh, we're not a group of people that are restricted and constricted by 
by various laws and religious ordinances and things. We just we don't have that, and and we're not supposed to. So, you know, he's getting on to them a little bit because these false teachers have come through, and I think is you know basically moved them backwards into more of a ritualistic thing, and that's not what uh, uh, Christianity is about or intended to be about. We do have, don't don't get me wrong, we have our little customs and our little rituals that we do and the way we do them, and, and that's fine as long as we understand that those aren't commandments per se. They're just, you know, it's just the way we've chosen to do this. Like, you know, the order of our services and different things we do, they're, they're, they're the way we like to do them, and they're, you know, maybe there's a good uh, example that we're following, which is great, but you know, they're not mandated that everything has to be done just so, just this way, you know. You, you could you could shake it up and do things a little differently. And it would be okay. So, um... Alright, so Paul here is, uh... You know, he told them to beware of others, beware of these false teachers. Okay, so we're going to pick up from verse 19. My little children... For whom I am again in the pains of labor, until Christ is completely and permanently formed within you, how I wish that I were with you now and could change my tone, because I am perplexed in regard to you. He's, you know, he's flabbergasted, confused, um, surprised that they would be falling in with these people and, and doing these things. Tell me, you who are bent on being under the law, do you not listen to what the law really says? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the slave woman Hagar, and one by the free woman Sarah. But the child of the slave woman was born according to the flesh, and had an ordinary birth, while the son of the free woman was born in fulfillment of the promise. Now these facts are about to be used by me as an allegory, that is, I will illustrate by using them, for these women can represent two covenants. One covenant originated from Mount Sinai, where the law was given, that bears children destined for slavery. She is Hagar. Now Hagar is, represents Mount Sinai in Arabia, and she corresponds to the present Jerusalem, for she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem above, that is the way of faith represented by Sarah, is free. She is our mother, for it is written in the scriptures, Rejoice, O barren woman who has not given birth. Break forth into a joyful shout, you who are not in labor. For the desolate woman has many more children than she who has a husband. And we, believing brothers and sisters like Isaac, are children, not merely of physical descent like Ishmael, but are children born of promise, both mirac born miraculously. Sorry about that. But as <clears throat> as at the time, no wait, let's see that again. But as at that time, the child of ordinary birth, born according to the flesh, persecuted the son who was born according to the promise and working of the spirit, so it is now also. But what does the scripture say? Cast out the bondwoman, Hagar, and her son Ishmael. For never shall the son of the bondwoman be heir and share the inheritance with the son of the free woman. 
So then, believers, we who are born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed and set apart for his purpose, God's purpose, are not children of a slave woman, the natural, but of the free woman, the supernatural. So here, now that's the end of this chapter. Here Paul has made the comparison that we are born spiritually, reborn, into the free, into the, the uh, covenant of liberty, and we are born to the free woman. Um, if you look back, you know, it places us not under the law, but out, outside of the law, such as Abraham and Sarah were not under the law either. The law came later. So, but, uh, and Hagar, um, Hagar and Ishmael also were at a time before the law, but, but he's using this as a comparison to, to uh, just explain how they were bond servants, they were slaves, Okay, Hagar and her, so that meant her child also was a slave, really. Back then, if you were a slave and you had a child, your child would still be considered a slave. Um, so, Hagar represents, you know, slavery and represents, um, he says, Mount Sinai in Arabia, and she corresponds to the present Jerusalem, for she is in slavery with her children. And, um, that would be the, the Jerusalem, the Jews that are still believing in the law and following the law. But the Jerusalem above, that is the Jerusalem that is the new, I guess you would say in a way the, the spiritually new Jerusalem from the new covenant is born by faith through Jesus and we are born free with liberty and we do not follow the restrictions and the uh, rituals and the ordinances of the law. So he's trying to explain to them why or how they need to look at this so that they can understand that they are born free and not under the law but out of the law. Away from the law, out from under the law, however you would say that. But they are born free and they are to inherit, inherit have the inheritance um, as a child of God. So, Paul's explaining that to them. I think he does a good job. I've, I don't know if I've really helped that much, but, um, but just in case there was any confusion, he's just making that comparison uh, so that they would understand that they were born, they were born of the free new covenant. They were born not under the law, and they are. You know, they do not have to follow the ordinances and ritualistic practices of the, of the Jews, which these, these false teachers were telling them to follow. And some of them were even telling them to follow circumcision and, and different things like that. I think circumcision was one of the big ones, but nonetheless, that is Galatians chapter 4. Well, thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, God loves you.